I'm Marianne Kolbesak McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Stevie Davidson, CEO of Health Informatics Consulting, a healthcare IT consulting firm based in New Jersey. Stevie is also a governor-appointed member of the New Jersey State Health IT Commission and co-chair of its Privacy and Security Policy Subcommittee. Stevie will be talking to us about the privacy and security compliance issues that she thinks healthcare organizations, as well as their business associates, should be prepared to tackle in 2014. Hi, Stevie. Hi, Marianne. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. To start, what health data privacy and security regulatory issues do you think we should be keeping our eyes on for 2014? Well, I think... First and foremost, it's going to be very, very important that covered entities and business associates take the the most fundamental step, and that's performing a comprehensive risk assessment. And this does apply to a covered entity, a business associate, and subcontractors. It's going to be difficult for a covered entity or a vendor to understand their gaps to mitigate without taking this initial step. So this is going to help them build that roadmap that they need towards compliance. So in addition, I think managing the relationships of a covered entity's business associates that are directly liable for securing their PHI is also another regulatory issue that's very important. Uh, vendor management is its a big deal, and it's a, it's a new issue for a covered entity, and depending on the size of that organization, it, it could be very resource and, and time intensive, more so than others. Also, covered entities and business associates, they also need to ensure their policies and procedures and controls are documented and in place. I also don't want to overlook the importance of mobile device management and encryption as they are found to be the true culprits of data breaches. Now, with that said, how should healthcare organizations and business associates be preparing for these chores? and these regulatory well, issues? Well, healthcare organizations, they, they need to take a real methodical step at looking at their current compliance program. And again, doing that risk assessment to understand their gaps, they'll be able to create that mitigation plan and also create a culture of change that will drive down to their workforce. So each organization needs to focus on those key areas, as I said, such as ensuring they have the appropriate policies and procedures in place around privacy and security, because that's what's going to drive workforce training and awareness. So very, very important. Another thing that they can do to prepare is they need to start evaluating each of their business associates and ensure that they, if they don't have an updated business associate agreement in place, obviously they need to do that. And depending on dates and timing, most of that had to be done on the 24th, right, of, of September. And they need to make sure they're looking at each type of engagement individually and making sure those contracts are structured to support what that vendor is doing for them. And currency needs to know that they have the right to ask for any type of reporting or other type of deliverable that they feel is necessary for overseeing that part of their compliance program. So they shouldn't hesitate to question any vendor or request anything that will provide them with the evidence that they need 
that their PHI is secure and being handled with the appropriate protection. So, again, this is a huge undertaking for some organizations that have a lot of BAs to manage. Um, as far as the business associate is concerned, they have to go through the same process. And having your own risk assessment perform policies and procedures implemented, workforce training, controls established, they have to follow those same rules, but they also should be evaluating the type of PHI they have access to, what they're doing with it, and that flow in and out of their environment to address any potential gaps in their security. So education is a, is a very big prerequisite here for BAs and CAs alike, CEs alike, as many have not been exposed to HIPAA and they are unclear of what is required of them. And we're seeing a lot of that in the smaller and medium-sized vendor organizations that just HIPAA awareness in general is a big weakness. So getting that education is going to be very, very important. As you work with healthcare organizations, what are the biggest mistakes that you see covered entities and business associates making in their HIPAA compliance efforts, and how should they avoid those mistakes? Well, we're unfortunately seeing a significant lack of understanding of the legal and regulatory requirements when it comes to HIPAA and the omnibus rule. And covered entities are under the impression that, and, and this is what we're seeing quite a bit, that they're, that either their electronic health record, their EHR vendor, or their IT company is taking care of a lot of their compliance for them. We get this all the time. And sure, they have a role that they play, but they are not responsible for managing their entire compliance program for them. So they have to get involved. It's a team effort. So from the standpoint of a business associate, many are struggling with the understanding in general of whether they're even a BA or not. We get a lot of questions well, they'll explain what they're doing and what type of data they're storing or how they're using it and say, you know, do I really fall under the scope of HIPAA? So it's very new to them. We're also seeing a mistake with business associates that they're just flat out refusing to acknowledge that they're a VA and, you know, they don't want to sign an agreement with the covered entity and that really does put them in a compromising situation because if a covered entity has a vendor that they can't just say, well, we're going to cut you off and not do business with you any longer because you won't comply by signing a business associate agreement. There could be significant consequences there financially and to their business operations. So business associates have to know that not signing a BA agreement is not going to release them from their obligations under HIPAA. I think another mistake, too, and I probably sound like a broken record, but that culture is so incredibly important to implement into an environment, and it should be driven from the top down in an organization. This way, privacy and security and HIPAA compliance is not looked at as a burden. And patients notice and care that their privacy is treated very seriously by an organization. They do notice. So, And the same needs to be done in a VA environment. And when that culture is there, it makes it much easier to develop those policies, procedures, and get the workforce force trained. It is difficult and we recognize that from a financial resource perspective for smaller healthcare organizations and vendors to implement all the pieces of a compliance program. There are good tools out there and reference materials. So for those who can't afford to use a consultant to assist them or another third party, they really need to start educating themselves on the changes, the risks, and the best practices that are being implemented in different types of environments. So being proactive can save a lot of financial impact 
to a covered entity or a business associate if they're hit with a breach or subject to an audit. So it's a hard sell sometimes, but many take the risk of not doing it anyway. So, but they really need to take advantage of those resources. Now, HIPAA Omnibus changed the breach notification rule and established a new way of assessing whether or not a breach is reportable. Any advice to covered entities and business associates in what they should be doing now that they didn't do before in terms of assessing breaches that might need to be reported? That was a significant change because you have to take your mindset now out of, well, we had an incident that could be a breach and you had to look at it from a harm perspective, right? So now it's pretty much you have a breach unless you can prove that you didn't have a breach. So I think tabletop testing and role playing to take different types of scenarios and and look at the four factors and go through the process of identifying whether there was a low probability or not of uh, PHI being compromised is really the best step to take when it comes to putting in the appropriate processes and, and controls around managing a breach. And I also think it will help an organization from a preventive perspective identify whether they have you know, any type of gaps or, or risks on an ongoing basis to help them with breach prevention. So now, besides paying attention to the various regulatory requirements, what other security and privacy issues should be on the priority lists of covered entities and business associates next year, do you think? I think outside of getting that good education on the regulatory issues and training workforce and implementing that culture, I think one main step is for an organization to really understand, um, I know I mentioned this earlier, where their data is being stored. So what systems have PHI? How is it being used and disclosed and by whom? So, and I'm going to give you an example. I, I just had a client call us yesterday, and we were just about to start the risk assessment, and she was so concerned because she realized that, you know, after getting some initial education, that she was releasing patient information via unsecured email for pre-authorization purposes to various insurance companies. And it included patient's name, photo, and other information. So she called us in a panic saying, this isn't good, right? So, of course, we were like, no, it's, it's not a good thing to do. And so it's those simple things of, you know, use and disclosure and starting to evaluate how data is being used is so important when it comes to identifying those risks and gaps of what the workforce is doing. So, and it's a little more frightening to me that even in the insurance company side that they didn't point out to the member of the practice that, you know, it wasn't acceptable to send that type of information via unsecured email. So, but I think with that, it's very important for a covered entity to be able to, again, look at the data flow, how it's being used and disclosed, and discussing encryption and other secure methods of transmitting PHI also come into play as well for ensuring that patients have electronic access to their information as well. Finally, what do you think are the biggest emerging privacy and security challenges facing the healthcare sector, including threats that might not be as noticeable to some covered entities and business associates that they should be paying attention to? I think that encryption and secure transmission of PHI as well as mobile device management is absolutely up there. 
Um, the majority of the breaches are based on these issues, and they need to be addressed across the board, whether you're a covered entity, a business associate, or a subcontractor, it doesn't matter. I think some of the other challenges that we're seeing is just the cost and the resource burden of getting, you know, these compliance programs in place, especially in smaller environments, whether it's a practice or a vendor, is a is a really big challenge. So they have to leverage the resources and tools out there, get that education. But when it comes to things that are overlooked, you know, you always think about internal threats and the access to protected health information, it's getting easier and easier as data is made electronic. So I think that the appropriate workforce training and having those policies, procedures, and other types of even sanction plans inside of an organization for noncompliance is very, very important. And I do think that internal component is one that's not looked at as closely as others. Any suggestions on how covered entities and business associates might improve their insider threat mitigation efforts? Getting that workforce training and awareness and constant HIPAA reminders being sent out by the compliance officer is always a good thing. Sanction plans, it's very important in the workforce training that they understand, and that's where the culture comes in, that they have a safe place with that compliance officer to report in good faith anything that they see in the workplace that could be a potential incident that needs to be addressed. I have a client that they have they have a secure line internally, and they made it known and clear to their workforce, we cannot retaliate against you for reporting anything, even on yourself, in good faith. So... They built a culture where their workforce feels very secure and everything's kept in confidence that if they need to go and report something, that they can do that. And they will get retraining and get whatever it is that they need to make sure that situation doesn't happen again or they can quickly mitigate a situation before it turns into something that needs to be reported. So taking that time between the policies, the procedures, the workforce training, and giving them the awareness that they have a place to go without retaliation and that they'll get the support and the retraining that they need is, is really what's going to do that. But they also need to understand that there are consequences You know, you see it all the time. People are snooping in other charts and files that something like that gets reported. There could be serious consequences for that individual for doing that. So even though, you know, you're building the culture of letting them know that they can do something in good faith, but there's also a a willful neglect and a criminal side to it that they have to be aware of. And awareness is always the the best recipe for making sure these things don't happen. Thanks, Stevie. I've been speaking to Stevie Davidson of Health Informatics Consulting. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.